Hey there, friends and foes, guys and dolls, all of my friends across the multiverse. Welcome to Back of the Cereal Box presents the 2021 Summer Movie Tournament Finale. I am your host, the prophet of pop culture. You can call me Johnny, and I am the host of the Back of the Cereal Box flagship show on Saturday mornings. We get together at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central. We sit down in our pajamas with big bowls of cereal and talk about cool geek pop culture stuff that we all love because I am of an age that we did not have iPhones or iPads at the breakfast table. We were reading the back of the cereal box. And it's all about having fun, recapturing the fun of our youth in adulthood. It's 100% non-toxic. And the only podcast with eight essential vitamins and minerals. Thank you very much, Dave, for that. And joining me on stage, he finally showed up. I'm so excited. Please welcome my co-host for this tournament, the one, the only, the super podcaster, the host of Drew versus the World. It is Drew Milden. Hey, Johnny. Thanks for the great introduction. Um, this is Drew from Drew vs. the World, podcast about um, every week I have people who are changing the world and through their success and their failures, I like my audience to become world changers themselves. Back to you, Jim. Well, I'm so glad you were here, Drew. I was afraid that maybe you had forgotten. Did you forget about tonight? No, I didn't. I'm just on kid duty, so I might be limited for a little bit. I apologize. Well, that's all right. I expect that this uh, this uh, finale will be a little bit shorter than our previous sessions. But uh, we've got on stage with us the smartest guy I know. He is the he's got the sharpest, quickest wit of any person I've ever met in my life. He is the one, the only Dave Mattingly. Dave, introduce yourself. Tell everyone who you are, what you do, and uh, why you're here. Hi, uh, Dave Mattingly. I'm here because uh, Breakfast is the most important podcast of the day. Uh, I'm a, a former uh, rocket scientist, uh, author, publisher, artist. Uh, I sometimes do uh, improv comedy or preaching uh, and a bunch of other stuff here and there. Still don't know what I do when I want to grow up, so I decided I'm not going to. Uh, you can catch me every morning on the 413 right here. That is fantastic. And, and, Dave is being humble. He is actually one of the best Captain Crunch cosplayers on the planet. Uh, you should have seen me. Uh, well, you've seen my mini-me before, but uh, I got to cosplay uh, two full days as mini-me up at Gen Con a couple of weeks ago. And I'm at Origins uh, right now, which started... You, <laughs> you did mini-me? Oh my gosh, I got to see this. I got to see this. And look... Just because I love fun people, and one of the funnest people I've ever met in my entire life just came up on stage, Dina Bakowitz. Dina, introduce yourself to uh, everyone in the listening lounge. Hello, friends and fireballs. I heard Mini-Me, and I said, that's my cue. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you who don't know me in this room, and you can't tell on Clubhouse, I'm four foot six and three quarters. I'm as mini as they come. 
Um, what else can I say? I'm a fireball. I don't know what the summer movie tournament finale is all about, but I saw my friends in this room and I just want to be with my friends. Well, that is great, Dina. You get to represent the listening audience and anyone who wants to raise their hand and come up on stage is welcome to do so. Uh, About uh, three, maybe four weeks ago, Drew Milden and I, we had this idea to do a collaboration together on Clubhouse. And I said, hey, let's do a summer blockbuster movie tournament. And what did we start with, Drew? 17 movies? Yep, 17. We narrowed it down to um, eight. And then we narrowed those eight down to four. And for the last for, for the last two weeks, people on our Facebook page got to vote on the final four to come to our final two. So I'm just going to recap. Drew is uh, on kid duty and, and he'll be in and out as he can. But here's where we stand. And we started with all of the big summer blockbuster movies. We decided our framework was going to be Godzilla versus Kong through Shang-Chi. That was our, that was our uh, time period. And those were our 17 movies. We narrowed it down to the final four. And this was filled with surprises. And for those of you who are listening right now on the podcast, you can go back and you can listen to rounds one and two. And we had some surprises, some upsets. And our final four was Cruella, Godzilla versus Kong, The Mitchells versus The Machines, which was a Netflix original, and The Green Knight. Those were our final four. Now, Dave, I know you've been watching the tournament brackets on our Facebook group on the Virtual Rec Room, but who would you have thought out of those final four would be left standing in the uh, I would have picked uh, Suicide Squad and Shang-Chi. I-, I don't know how they... I was surprised by that myself. I thought for sure that I was going to be in the minority um, on the Suicide Squad. Because I-, I did not pick the Suicide Squad. I was not a fan of that movie. However, I did vote for Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi for me was one of the best movies of the summer. And it was phenomenal. But both of those movies got eliminated. And in the first round, Dave, um, Jungle Cruise got eliminated, which shocked me. I really thought that would go through at least to the final four. And yeah, I, I had to opt out because I hadn't seen that one. Uh, it, looks, it looks great from the ads, and I do want to see it, uh, but still hadn't gotten well, Jungle Cruise is a super fun diesel punk adventure. It's set during the uh, early 1920s, and uh, it is every bit the kind of adventure that Indiana Jones and the Brandon Fraser Mummy franchise was. And um, it's, it's fantastic. Or if you saw the, uh, the Phantom, 
with Billy Zane. Yeah. It's along those lines. Oh, man. That, the, the Phantom is my favorite of the pulp ones. Everybody goes to the Shadow, but the Phantom, well, the Phantom and Sky Captain, but that's, the, the, the Sky Captain wasn't based on an existing property like the other two, but Billy Zane and, um, oh, oh gosh, what's, uh, Buffy. Uh, yes. What was her name? It was Alicia Silverstein. Wasn't it? Uh, no. no, it was the, the Buffy no. movie. Sarah Michelle Geller was Buffy? Oh, she she was the Buffy no. on the TV show. Who was? Oh, this is gonna drive me crazy. Yeah. No googling. Uh, I, I have know, to I know. remember it. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah Michelle wasn't Buffy. Uh, on the TV show, she oh, was, no. but we're talking about the movie. Oh, right. Okay, so I'm completely out of my element here. I don't really know any of the movies you mentioned for the most part. <laughs> so I'm well, just giving you wrong information. <laughs> that's okay, Dina. That's uh, part of why you're here. And Michelle just raised her hand, and we're going to let her come up. Michelle, introduce yourself. This is being recorded, by the way, for our podcast. <laughs> but uh, Michelle might be here. Today. Um. Yes. I, it, was it Christy Swanson? That was her. Yes. Yes, I, I just Googled it. <laughs> what? Oh, you you cheated, Michelle. What is what well, is I, I Christy was, Swanson was done since? Um, I do not know. I know she's in like some uh, cute little, um, uh, actually, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even I've know. not seen her <laughs> but I, I, on anything I lately. Playing the game. I was, I'm not playing the game officially, so I don't think it counts, does it? Well, no, that that's okay. Um, so, and Dina, you, you're, you haven't seen any movies this summer. Are you a big movie fan? Uh, no, I haven't seen any movies this summer because of COVID. I used to watch movies in New York at the Directors Guild Theater, the DGA, um, because a friend of mine is a member and she would invite me and we saw incredible movies and we would, the directors would, they do a talk back and an interview afterwards, which was just truly phenomenal. So that was... <laughs> My oh, mind, oh, totally spoiled. I'm absolutely oh, spoiled. Wow. Should I be raising my pinky as I drink from my glass when I'm around you? You, you know, you asked me to speak. I gave you bad information and then I redeemed myself. You know what? The last one of the last movies I saw was at the was also a friend of mine who's a professional actor. She invited me as her guest. It was through SAG or AFTRA in New York. It was Sarah. Sarah Jessica Parker made a serious movie and it was, she was brilliant in it. And I believe she directed it, definitely produced it. And it was a, it was all set in New York within a fairly short period of time, small cast of characters, very intelligent, thoughtful, sort of a quiet tone to it. I don't remember the, the name off the top of my head. She played, I believe a recording artist. So it was about artists in the arts and relationships um, and then there was a talk back afterwards. <laughs> Jessica Parker is always a blast. I, I love her, you know, LA story. Uh, my favorite is probably Ed Wood, but she's been in so many. Uh... Mm, failure to launch was actually a really fun one. I thought. Well, sorry, what was the question, Johnny? <laughs> I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> Dina. I was wondering um, what the, uh, Christmas Swanson has been in lately. Yes. Uh, and, yes. Has uh, she a been... few things here and there. She was a regular on, or, or a semi uh, guest regular, I guess, on on the Scythe TV show. And they're having a reunion movie coming up, or maybe it just recently come back out. Uh, I've been doing more 
uh, to TV guests uh, than than movies lately. But it does look like she is uh, picking things. Well, for those of you who have not seen The Phantom with Billy Zane and Christy Swanson, you really must. It is, in my opinion, Dave, the best comic book to film adaptation ever made. Well, I, it's, I, I'm a huge fan of the Phantom comics. So, um, and Billy Zane was so good. He was just so good. And he, the word is, he's working on producing a sequel. Um, he wants to do a sequel with the next generation of the uh, Kit Walker family, the Kit Walker legacy. So, Wait. yeah. Yeah, he's producing it himself, putting up his own money. But that's not what we're here to talk uh, about. Uh, a side note, did you know that originally that was supposed to be Bruce Campbell? I'm so glad it wasn't. I like Bruce Campbell. But... It was about the same time that Briscoe was on the air. And a lot of the uh, – either uh, 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 Boaz or Cruz or whatever the, the, the two Briscoe producers' name are, one of them was uh, one of the producers – on the Phantom, and that they wanted uh, Bruce Campbell, but the scheduling wouldn't work out. And you know, Bruce Campbell in the early nineties, yeah, he could have pulled it off, but it would have been a different movie. It would have been like if uh, Tom Selleck had ended up being Indiana Jones as originally planned. And it, it it would still be great. It would still be good, but it wouldn't be quite the same. Yeah, probably with a, a lot more uh, wisecracks, I would imagine. Uh, a less of- and, and for those of you who have not seen The Phantom with Billy Zane, there is a scene where he pulls off the mask and his hair does this Superman curl. And at that moment, I was like, we need a Justice League movie with Billy Zane playing Superman, Bruce Campbell playing Batman. And that would have been, what's that? Shut up and take my money. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that would have been an epic Justice League movie, wouldn't it? Ryan, Ryan Permissen is on. Ryan, introduce yourself to our audience. How's it going, guys? Name is Ryan. Good to be here. Uh, I'm a podcaster. Got two shows every week. So uh, if you're ever interested, check them out. And I quote, I interview content creators of all shapes and sizes on Saturdays at noon Eastern on Facebook at It's Nerd Culture. And then my other podcast, I talk about movies. I've seen uh, recently, you know, two movies per episode on Anchor, Google, Spotify. It's called The Nerdcast. I drop those episodes every week. So check them out. Absolutely. Well, Drew, are you are you back in a place where you can talk and yep. chime in? Excellent, excellent. So, here's where we stand. Our final four last week was a surprise roster to me, and and as Dave was saying, he was a little bit surprised too that Shang Chi, the Suicide Squad, and Jungle Cruise got knocked out so early. But our final four ended up being Cruella. Kong, Godzilla versus Kong, Mitchells versus the Machines, and the Green Knight. And I still got to say, out of those four movies, the Green Knight is still like an earworm in my brain. I still can't stop thinking about that movie. But 
we opened up the final four to our fans to vote on the virtual rec room. And Drew, out of those four, what did we arrive at the final two? Final two was Cruella and Mitchell's versus Machine. Crazy. Which I I was both surprised and thrilled by. Because, you know, I am a huge fan of Mitchell's versus the Machines. And we watched it again with my family um, last Friday night. My, my daughter loved it. My wife loved it. Her boyfriend loved it. Um, they want to watch it again. And um, I loved Cruella. I loved everything about Cruella. I loved the style. I loved the pacing. I loved the soundtrack. Oh, my God. What a great soundtrack. And so those are our final two. Now, before we get to how the vote has shaken out, um, Dave, Ryan, Dina, any uh, commentary on our final two? Uh, out of the, the, the semi-final four, uh, I would have leaned towards Godzilla vs. Kong as, as my uh, a pick for the best movie out of those four. Uh, but you know, my number one pick uh, got dropped out. Uh, your Green Knight number one pick, or at least you know, that is, is certainly a, a captivating movie, uh, also got knocked out by the Facebook audience. So now we're left with, uh, uh, with movies that were not my first choice, either one. So uh, uh, it's going Well, Dave, so if you were in charge and you were down to the final two, what would you have picked? Uh, from the four or at all? From, the, from the, the whole roster that we started with. Oh, uh, for me, it would have been uh, Shang-Chi and... Uh, a- that surprises me that uh, you would pick the Suicide Squad because of how violent and vulgar it was. Uh, yes, it was very much both. Uh, at the edge of what I can... But it was a lot, a lot. Ryan, I know you didn't see a lot of the movies, but... Our final two, Cruella and Mitchell's versus the Machines, out of the final four that we had, is that what you would have expected? Potentially, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's. I mean, it's it's a bit surprising. I think it's a good lineup with the final with the final four, I should say. But yeah, I think I think I think that's probably what I would have potentially have gone with. Even though, like I said, I got mountains worth of homework to do because I've only seen like a handful of these things, handful of these current movies, anyway. But yeah, no, it's it's a heck of a lineup. And listen, the people have spoken, the votes are in, and you know, at the end of this uh, whole tournament, the people decide. So you got to go. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, Dina, have you seen any of these final four that I mentioned? Cruella, Godzilla versus Kong, uh, the Green Knight, or the Mitchells versus the? I have not seen any of them. I have heard of the Green Knight. And if I had to pick based on title, I definitely want to see Cruella because I think her character and her look is awesome. I can tell you what I'm watching on Netflix or Amazon Prime if you want. <laughs> yeah, what are you watching? <laughs> oh, my God, I'm watching so many different things. Um, the Stranger. 
based in England, really cool. Nine Perfect Strangers. Do we see a theme here? The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, of course, which I, I save the final episodes of the season until they announce that they're going to keep doing it and like do a new season. And um, those are the, the two most recent ones, I would say. And I'm going to pick up something new. Well, now, after we started this tournament, um, I did watch The Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt. And I got to tell you, this movie has gotten a lot of hate. And I thought it was it's really so outstanding. Good. People, people, you're right. A hundred percent people are hating on it, but it was pretty. I, I thought the whole, spoiler alert, the whole father-daughter relationship instead of a romantic relationship, it spoke to me on so many levels. I just, I just love that. Yeah, it was a different way to do a sci-fi movie too, because they kind of combined two of our two of the sci-fi tropes, which is time travel and spoiler alert, monster, um, monsters, aka aliens. And and it really was um, not just two tropes, but really two stories, because the first story ends, and then they have to come back to the present. And they're going to save the future in the present after they've traveled to... The, anyway, you guys got to see it. it. It was a lot of fun. It was a very engaging movie, and I thought it was outstanding. It's like, back in... Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was great. It was great. Ryan, um, if you're looking for a great movie to watch on Amazon Prime, The Tomorrow War... Oh, yeah, I saw trailers for that. Chris Pratt, right? Yeah, yeah. Don't let uh, Guardians of the Galaxy turn you off. Hey, 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 hey. All right, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, I like the trailer for it, and you got Yvonne Strahovski, who I haven't seen since the Chuck days. So, you know, well, that's not entirely true. Saw her in Killer Elite with Clive Owen and Jason Statham. I can't have my way of a paper bag. And uh, Bobby D. Bobby De Niro. But, you know, look forward to seeing what she does in the future, because Yvonne Strahovski is still quite young, and she's got a bright future ahead of her if she picks you know, I uh, you just reminded me where I recognized her from, from Chuck. I was like, where do I know this actress from? That's fantastic. Yep. Actually, um, saw that movie because of a podcaster from the Doughboys podcast. His name is Mike Mitchell. He was talking to, talking about it and talking to some of the creative directors and the um, creative cre- the musical director and Chris Pratt and a couple people that were on in the movie too. Um, and I was just so enthralled with him because of the podcast. I went to go and look at it and I was not disappointed. I was on the edge of my seat, maybe 85% of that movie. So I would say go and watch tomorrow wars, Amazon prime, Amazon paying my money. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, the great thing about that movie is that you really felt like there were some real, uh, stakes. There were some real consequences on the line. And um, you weren't sure that they were actually going to pull it off. Of course, it's Hollywood, and you always get the happy ending. But there were some moments there I was like, I just don't see how this is going to work out. Yeah, the whole outnumbered thing, and then the the aliens, a.k.a. the monsters, they were a little bit smarter than I thought. And it was kind of similar to another part was weird was, 
where you were going home and it's kind of similar to like um, de being deployed. He was going to home and suffering PTSD. They touched on that a little bit too, which I thought was pretty awesome. So it was, it was a pretty good movie all, all, all around with, again, two different sci-fi tropes putting together, two different stories. And then they lumped in something real, which was the PTSD and coming back to your family as a soul. Yeah, so Dina, that's my recommendation. Tomorrow War, check it out. Tell me if you like it. It's on Amazon Prime. Now, so we, we narrowed down the final four. Then last week we announced the, the final two. And we opened up the voting on Facebook, on the Virtual Rec Room. And you can go to the Virtual Rec Room. It is the group hosted by Back of the Cereal Box, the official Facebook group. And um, it's too late to vote, but you can uh, join in the rest of the conversations that we have there. It's a lot of fun. And uh, we have uh, folks posting stuff every day. And it is your virtual rec room. It is your virtual treehouse, your virtual parlor living room. And it is a room for you to participate and to come have fun. So you are invited formally. But, Drew, here's the breakdown. And before we get to the winner, give us your feelings on these two movies, Cruella and Mitchell's versus... All right, so my picks are a little askew because I kind of had a, a contender from the beginning of this. So I would say that Cruella, I watched again... Um, First, I watched it partly with my fiance. She was watching it by herself, so that's that means it would had to be good. And then I watched it again by myself just to make sure it was as good as I thought it was, and it was from beginning to end. Seeing her transformation, seeing the visual effects, the practical effects, really the you talked a little bit about the soundtrack, but it was all that, and I like to say a bag of potato chips. Um, ruffles, preferably. Um, and Emma Stone, how can she not win? I love everything she's done, everything she's in. And then the end, the twist, to have it like flow into the actual movies to make sure that they tell you, hey, this is a prequel and this will go into the actual zeitgeist of 101 Dalmatians was just perfect. Now, Midgets of Machines is created by one of my favorite creators and one of my favorite Spider-Man movies of all time, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, so I would say that was what launched off my summer blockbuster kind of seeking. So I have a internal love for that movie from beginning to end, definitely with the whole tech taking over the world if you've seen amazon's release the other day there's a robot that will be in a house that's created by amazon and people have not i guess watched terminator to understand this is all nothing but bad but anyway it takes on that and puts it on his head with a family of that has some problems some issues and grows on you throughout the movie which i really loved um but i i just like you said green knight is the airworm corolla I have nothing heard nothing but good things. All my friends love it. Even the 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 guys that can that say they're gangsters and you know have you know gold teeth and gold chains and ride around and getting it all that stuff. They even love Quilla. So it's just been so 
good to me, and I really love that movie from beginning to end. So I would say Cruella has my heart. Well, when I cast my vote on the final two, I did vote for Mitchells versus the Machines. It edged out Cruella for me um, because the studios that produced it, it's from the same studios that did Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and the Lego movies. So the writing was top-notch. The animation was flawless. It had a great soundtrack. It had a great story. And the whole, again, father-daughter relationship really spoke to me. Um, and, and it wasn't necessarily the father-daughter relationship in, in as much as it was the child-father relationship with a creative, um, a creative, um, uh, a creative child and a, a parent that didn't understand that creativity. And that was kind of my relationship with my dad. So that movie had a lot of, a lot of, um, I don't know. It just spoke to me. And and Dave, I see your back channel, and the 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 matchup was Cruella versus Godzilla versus Kong, and Mitchell's versus the Machines versus the Green Knight. So out of those two brackets, Cruella beat Godzilla versus Kong. And Mitchell's versus the Machines beat the Green Knight. Uh, guys, yeah, the number of votes the total is Cruella and Godzilla versus Kong. But uh, yeah, I forgot about them being in in a bracket. Right, right. So that's that's where we fall. And Dave, I, f- I forget. Forgive me. Did you say that you've seen these two movies? Do you have a preference of one over the uh, other? I have seen them both, and I do have a preference. Well, please share. Uh, for me, it's Mitchell's versus the Machines. Uh, a Cruella, while while a fine movie, and I always love Emma, uh, it it just seems like another series of Disney live action retellings of animated things. And this is a prequel, not you know a, a live action reboot. But I, I didn't really think it needed to be told at all. Uh, it's it's you know it's certainly a fine movie. Uh, I might even watch it. You know, again, but Mitchell's versus the machine is original, uh, and uh, like you said, the the animation style and all of that is just ridiculously. And 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 were you like me, Dave? Did you really relate to the character of Katie? Uh, I related to, to to most of them uh, to one degree or another, like probably all of them. Yeah, I mean, they were real people to me. Yeah, I and really although like I, I'm sorry. Yeah, although I, uh, I started as as an artist as a kid. I, I quickly switched over to to math and tech, and then did the whole teenage rockets. So you would have been the one actually programming the uh, robot apocalypse. Uh, programming the robots, maybe not programming the apocalypse. Drew, you were going to say? No, I was, I was going to say I really love the character of Katie and how she kind of came full form at the end, that her creativity was the savior of the world. And the mom went off. 
And you know what I had forgotten about until I watched it again over the weekend? The dog. Oh, my gosh. And and tricking the dad into <laughs> kissing the dog. That was just, it was hysterical. It was just so good. I mean, you, you got basically a Griswold cross-country road trip mashed up with, you know, this... This father-daughter, you know, bonding movie mashed up with the robot apocalypse. It was fantastic. You know who we didn't talk about in Coella? Who? Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Wasn't she Uh, totally evil? Amazing. Amazing. I, I... amazing every time she's on the on the screen it she just captivated me even when it was on the side of Coella and she was giving um Coella like her basically like be trying to be befriend her and she had the Dalmatian next to her and I was like okay I see where everything was going here she just played it up so well as a almost like a well she was a super villain and and you know this, this we, we talked about this before. This movie really recast Cruella Deville as the hero of of that universe. I I disagree with you. I don't see how that character transitions and becomes the evil Dalmatian hunting Dalmatian coat villain later on down the road. The way that they cast her, Emma Thompson's character, yes. She was downright evil, beautiful, captivating, charismatic, but evil. Yeah, that's interesting. You you do bring up a good point, um, Johnny. Uh, yeah, I. So the only thing I could say is that. I think it's a shift in power. So you ever heard of a power vacuum? Like when a foreign dictator gets taken out of power and then there has to be somebody that takes their place and they're even worse than a dictator? I think that might have happened with Kawhi. Yeah, yeah, it could be. It could be. Um, Well, so Ryan, Dina, before we announce the winners, do you guys have any, uh, or even Dave, do you guys have any other Thoughts, opinions, commentary on our final two, Cruella or Mitchell's. Um, I can say that you have all made me absolutely want to watch Cruella, and I absolutely will watch it, and I'll report back. My final comment is that the uh, uh, you need uh, a, a better selection of voters in your room. Well, oh, see, yeah, no, let's not insult our fans. Uh, (laughs) I I, I, I am among the fans. Uh, I I, I will accept the decision. I just uh, uh, do not agree with it. That's all right. That's all right. So, Drew, we have come down to the final two. The votes have been cast. The... The fans have spoken, and they were able to vote in two different places, not just on our Facebook page, but also um, on Challenge. 
And um, I think the results were mirrored on both platforms. Yes, it was. And I am, drumroll please, drumroll, insert here. The winner is Cruella. <laughs> Dina, you will love this movie. It I is love to see it for sure. Well, it is available for free right now on Disney Plus. So if you have Disney Plus, you can watch it today. How do I get Disney Plus? You go to DisneyPlus.com and sign up. Okay. Anybody have any like discount codes or referral or family plans for me? Girls on it's a six, It's six ninety nine. A year or a month? A month. Okay. Although if you signed up when they first announced it, like I did, it was only three dollars a month for the first three years or something like that. Nah. Wow. Yeah, I I did not get that deal. But I signed up for it like day one. How did I not get that deal? Okay, I need to have a chat with uh with the Disney execs about that. Yeah, I got the bundle, so I save on the back end. Have to have ESPN or my life doesn't. Yeah, I signed up before they announced the bundle. But I also uh, I was able to get up the the Hulu for uh, 99 cents a month for the first year, back when it was first uh, started. Dave Mattingly, the early adopter. Well, for anyone who is on the fence about Disney+, Plus, the current series... All of the Marvel Universe series, I think, make it worth it. But the current What If series is phenomenal. Today's episode blew my mind. It was so good. But coming up next month and December is Hawkeye and the Book of Boba Fett. There's, if there's no other reason to get Disney+, Plus, those two series... Boba Fett. Art. Boba Fett especially. Boba Fett? Boba Fett? Where? And he's alive and well, my friend. So, Ryan, are you saying that you're a Boba Fett fan? Uh, look, I watched the movies as a kid like everyone else did. I thought, okay, this guy's fine, but he doesn't do, do anything, really. He just stands there and blasts at people once in a blue moon. But when they brought him back with the dad bod and the armor style in The Mandalorian, one of the greatest TV series of all time. That's right, of all time. Only two seasons, and I think it's one of the GOATs. Because it gives us new, fresh, original characters, new, fresh, original stories that we've wanted for 35-plus years. And plus, Boba Fett is actually Boba Fett. Like, he's a badass. He does whatever he wants, whenever he wants. He doesn't let anyone or anything stand in his way. And plus, he's got Ming-Na Wen as his sidekick, laying the smack down whenever he needs other business to be attended to. So, Dina, if you haven't signed up for DP, I strongly implore you to do it so, Ryan, tell us how you really... <laughs> dude, Mandalorian, like, changed my life, and the book of Boba Fett, I'm like, dude, I wasn't excited a couple minutes ago, but now that we've seen him in Mandalorian kicking tail and taking names, I want to see where this character goes, and I want to see more layers and how deep and how dark and disturbing the Star Wars criminal underworld is. Well, this is completely unrelated to our topic, but that's okay. Do you think we will see... Prince Shizor? 
I have no idea who you're talking about, but whoever it is, it's a new character to me. It's a fresh face and fresh storyline. So I say, in the words of our good friend, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, just... Outstanding, outstanding. As much as I loved The Mandalorian, I'm looking more forward uh, to Hawkeye. I've always loved Jeremy Renner and the... The Hawkeye, uh, a book by Matt Fraction that was uh, 2015, 2016, instead of the run that looks like they're pulling most of this from, was one of the best comics uh, uh, of, of the past 10 years or more. Uh, and they're uh, doing a whole uh, diehard vibe, too, it looks like. So nothing but win for me there. I, I certainly will watch Boba Fett, but Hawkeye, uh, it, out of all the Disney uh, series they announced back like two years ago, Hawkeye and Moon Knight were the two that I was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wasn't excited about Hawkeye until I saw the recent trailer, and I'm super excited about Kate Bishop. So, yeah. Haley Steinfeld is one of the best young actresses working in the business today. And that. So, have you seen that there's going to be a Silk show? No, I did not know this. Tell us more. Wait, is that is is that going to be a Disney Plus show? I thought that was going to be a Sony. So production. we're trying to they're trying to figure that out right now. <laughs> twenty twenty two is supposed to be a silk show coming out. Should be amazing. I'm gonna wait for a trailer on that one because I'm unf- I'm kind of unfamiliar with her character. Yes, I've seen Spider Verse like everyone else has, or at least most of them anyway. But I'm not really familiar with that character. But I look forward to learning about her more when the trailer comes out. So the jury is out. So so Ryan Silk was a character. She was a, a, a girl in Peter's class that was bit by the same spider that bit Peter on the same trip. And so she has the exact same powers that Peter had. I hear you. That sounds good. I mean, like I said, still wait for a trailer, see if I want to, you know, actually see the series or the movie or whatever it's going to be or not. But Yeah, yeah, interesting. Well, guys and gals, that is going to bring us to the end of our uh, – our little tournament tonight with the grand prize winner being Cruella. Go check it out on Disney plus streaming free. But while you're at it, go watch the Mitchells versus the machines on Netflix. It is well worth the investment of your time. And um, Drew, any final words before we say? Uh, Yes. Um, Johnny, thank you for having me. Thank you for allowing me to collaborate with you on this summer movie tournament. From the 17 down to the number one and only Coella winning it out. It's been a journey, but it's been a wonderful one with you. So thank you again for allowing me to be a part of Back of the Cereal Box. My pleasure, my friend. Dave, Dina, Ryan, any last words before we... Yeah, uh, the winner is Cruella, and the loser is Puppies. (laughs) Only Puppies. (laughs) I, I see what you did there. No, Johnny, this was fun. It was good to see everybody. Good to meet everybody. Dina, welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the family. Thank you for being with us. But, man, this is some good stuff, man. Anytime you mention the word that starts with the letter M known as movies. Outstanding. Well, Ryan, out of the, uh, the group on stage, you're the only one that we haven't had on Saturday morning's Back of the Cereal Box. That's one of the days we'll have to remedy that, won't we? And one other, uh, speaking of back to the cereal box, 
uh, for any of you who are up at uh, the Origins Game Fair this weekend, on Friday morning, I am running a serial uh, role-playing game uh, called Serial Killers. Night of Liv- Ooh, wait, say that again, when? Uh, that is uh, this Friday morning at 9 at Origins Game Fair up here in Columbus. Uh, it is called uh, Serial Killers, Night of the Living Crunch. So Captain Crunch, Tony the Tiger, etc. Take on a bunch of zombies who want to eat you. You you fascinate me every time you speak. <laughs> I did, you know, in the words of not this version of the character I liked, I like the one in X Men: Days of Future Past better. But you didn't. I did not see that coming. That's outstanding, Dina. Any last words from you? How how about goodbye and great to meet you all. I'm Fireball Dina. I'm done speaking and roll credit. And with that, we will say good night. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. This has been Back of the Serial Box. You can check us out on all of the audio platforms and on video on YouTube and Facebook. We have a lot of fun. And while you're at it, check out our other spinoff shows on the network. If you like what you hear, if you like what you see, make sure that you subscribe, you follow, you like, comment, and most importantly that you share this with two, 300 of your closest friends and family. And until the next time, love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the flip side. All right, friends and foes, that wraps it up for another great week. If you like this episode, make sure you share it with two or 300 of your closest friends and family. And don't forget, if you want to see what we were talking about, You can watch us by subscribing on YouTube or liking the Facebook page. And you can join the discussion even after we've gone off the air by joining our Facebook community at the Back of the Cereal Box Virtual Rec Room. Drop us an email. Let us know what you think. Or send us a voice recording right here on the podcast and we will address your comments on air and that would be awesome. So thanks for tuning in guys and gals until the next time we'll catch you on the flip side.